Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a Master Connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur, and most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Living Your Life Alive. This season, season three, is a lot about letting go of things that are no longer serving us to make room for the things that are serving us and that can serve us to live our life more fully alive. And today's episode, I invited a good friend and a coach on our team, Jen, on to discuss letting go of worry. We had a great discussion several weeks back about what is the worst thing that could happen in life. And maybe you're a worrier or maybe you're not. And if not, make sure you share this episode with a friend who is, because we all know people who are worried or scared or function out of living out of fear. And so we hope today's episode will give you some tools to be able to implement in your life, to be able to let go of that and feel like you can actually take a deep breath and experience more joy and ease as you move throughout the day. So Jen, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Hi, Autumn. Thank you so much for having me. I love to be on the show. I love our conversation about what is the worst thing that can happen. And so just jump in and talk about our conversation the other day about you being a worry wart, growing up as a little worry wart. Yeah, sure. Um, Worrying is like, it was part of who I was probably up until um, about a couple of years ago. Chronic worrying, it's how I functioned. I think that sometimes um, it's something that's modeled by your parents. It's something that you observe as a child. And um, it's something that I kind of did that I thought worrying would protect me a little bit, thinking that maybe if I worried enough about this and I thought about every scenario, you know, it wouldn't happen or it would paralyze me basically. And I would spend so much time, so much energy worrying on every little thing, no matter how small or how big, until I realized that it wasn't helping at all. It was actually making our situation worse. And I think it was the times that um, as my children got older, I saw them starting to adopt that same um, behavior. And I really wanted to kind of put an end to it. Um, I didn't want the cycle to continue through the generations. So that's when I started to kind of look at it and find tools and ways that I could stop. Awesome. It is amazing how our belief systems are just somehow become part of who we are and how we operate. And I think that's what's so important about watching not only our thoughts, but our actions. And sometimes we don't see them, just like you said, until we see them through our children or through somebody else that we're around to be able to say, oh my goodness, 
you know, this needs to change because I don't want this to be um, passed on. So awesome. So tell us about some tools that you've implemented um, and also taught your kids and how that's affected your day-to-day living. So I obviously I grew up and I still do have some anxiety. Um, And as I mentioned, the worrying, it comes out a lot with worrying. So something that I have adopted um, and that my children, I'm modeling for my children now in certain situations is actually asking what is the worst that can happen? It's a question that's so simple, but if you really, our brains tend to go to the absolute worst situation, uh, especially if you are a warrior. So in situations where, let's give an example, I was driving my kids to school. We had left late and they were starting to get anxious. I could see it. They were just actually repeating over and over. We're going to be late. We're going to be late. And I was trying, I said, okay, let's not feed into this. Let's try to model the, what's the worst going to happen? So I said to them, okay, we're, what if we are late? What is the worst that can happen? And I have three boys. So I kind of like had them each answer on. And one of them said, well, we get kicked out of school. And then we all kind of laughed. And I said, well, do you really think you're going to get kicked out of school if you're late? And then they were all laughing and they're like, no, I go. So you kind of see how that's silly, right? So I'm like, let's talk to our brain and say, brain, that's kind of something silly. Like, I don't think that we're really going to get kicked out of school. So then I said, okay, well, if we're not going to get kicked out of school, then what do you think could happen? Like something else that could happen. And my youngest said, well, they won't let us go to recess. And then they started laughing again. So my whole point is um, we ended up going through this for probably five minutes and it turned into something fun, to be honest. In the end, we found out that, you know, okay, you're going to be marked tardy. And then we, I said, is that so bad? And then everyone says no. So it's a tool that I use for things that could be really, really big or super small. And it's a tool that I was trying to explain to them. It's just kind of backing out, like reversing of what's the worst that can happen so that you're kind of proving to yourself and your brain that it's really not that bad. I think that's such a great question because even if the worst thing that could happen could actually happen, you realize that it's so far away from most likely ever happening. Most of the things we worry about never come into fruition. So I think that's just such a great question to get your brain to calm down, which allows you and that anxiety to calm down. And I think it's good to notice, like note, and and this is what helped me over um, the past couple of years is when I do that. I notice that I feel better. Like my energy isn't sucked out. When I would sit there and say it's a 20 minute ride to school and I would obsess over being late, it didn't accomplish anything. (laughs) It didn't make me get there any quicker or it didn't do anything other than drain me and make me feel awful. And because I've used this over and over again, it's just continued to prove to me that where I can jump right into that tool now much quicker because I know it works. Yes. And most of the time, right. When you ask that question, I feel like when you're in that state of like worry, it kind of feels like things are unraveling outside of you that you don't have any control over. And by asking that question, it's almost like you're bringing that back into where you have a little bit more control to where you're going to be okay. I mean, 99% of the time you're going to be okay. If whatever doesn't happen, rather I miss a plane, I don't get that job, whatever it is, is that I have 
that worry about is that, okay, what's the worst thing going to happen? I'm still going to be okay on the other side of that. We're okay. Like in the big picture, we're really okay. Exactly. And how do you implement this in the big things? Because I think that, you know, as we're moving throughout our day, we all, so many of us have worry about little things. And, you know, I think finding that flow in life and finding that ease is such an awesome place to live to where you really are feeling like you're living your life alive versus feeling stressed out and anxious and worried all the time. But how do you apply this to the bigger stuff that I think that is plaguing all of us? It's plaguing all of our minds with worry. Yeah, there's so much going on in the world right now. And I think as a parent, um, a lot of times you feel confused and out of control. And and that's something that, again, I've always struggled with. <laughs> when I don't have control or something, it, it worries me and it makes me feel, um, it makes me feel awful. So what I've been doing is what really works for me is, is talking to myself and not only talking to myself, but also just um, using certain phrases that I feel like stick. And I know that people talk about affirmations and some people love them, some people don't. But for me, when I say things, um, if it seems like it feels right, even a little bit right, I continue to say that. And over time, it, again, it proves itself to me. So. An example would be obviously like the the pandemic we're all going through. It's still very real. I have three little boys. They're at school and I never know, is this world ever going to go back to normal? Is the school year ever going to go back to normal? Things are just so uncertain right now, as I'm sure you can uh, agree with. Yes. So for me, I actually say to myself, okay, so say the situation with the school, for example, I don't know, is this ever going to go back to normal? I don't know the answer to that. This is out of my control. So when I say to myself, this is out of my control, it actually does the opposite of making me feel anxious. It makes me realize that there's nothing I can do in this one instance. It's out of my control. So it actually makes me feel better because then I feel like I don't have to fix it or I don't have to do something about it. So when I say that um, this is out of my control, then Basically, it kind of like diffuses the situation. Does that make sense? Yes. Like everything's actually going to be all right. Yes. And this is something that, you know, everything's going to be okay. This phrase has stuck with me. Everything always works out for me. Everything's going to be okay. And it's so soothing to me. Um, And at first, when I first started doing this, it didn't really, I didn't believe it 100%. I really didn't. Um, I maybe believed it five for 10%, but to me, that was enough because when I got out of the situation, guess what? Everything was okay. Everything worked out. So over time, each situation proved to me that everything worked out. Everything was okay. So now it's almost like I'm extinguishing a fire with, with those few little words. Everything will be okay. Everything will be fine. And that saying that over and over to myself is works just wonders, just that one little phrase. I'm so glad that you brought up that point that you didn't believe the words that you were saying, because I think we don't say the words thinking we have to believe them first. And that is absolutely not true. We have to say things for our brain to start believing them. So that's a vital thing for people to understand is that you can say these words before you believe them and that's the way your brain will start to believe them. So even if it's five or 10%, when you're really worried about something or really feeling 
anxiety, you can say, everything is going to work out. It always does. Those phrases over and over and over to say those, because I love the other word you used is soothing. It shifts the energy from, oh my gosh, this is out of my control. I'm worried. I'm going to miss this, or I'm not going to get this, or this is going to happen to immediately like everything's going to work out. It immediately is like, it soothes. I love that word. It soothes you. It shifts that energy. And when we're in that better place energetically, everything will work out better because energetically that's what happens. So I'm so glad that you brought those up and gave us some of those tools because I do feel when things are big, like the pandemic is big and we can't control, you know, maybe what politicians are deciding for us as far as mandates or freedoms is that it can get overwhelming. And one thing that does help a lot is to take control of what you can control. So even like this morning, I heard something on the news that really upset me about travel and then, which I don't really get upset that much. And I was like, why am I get? why is this getting to me so much? And then I thought, Autumn, I'm in control of so much of my life. I have to just go do something where I feel like I'm in control, whether it's literally like cleaning the house or recording a podcast or whatever it is, is that I have control of my world. And to gain a little bit of that control back to feel like everything's going to be okay. It'll all work out. And immediately it shifts. It's just hard. Sometimes it's just hard to remember the tools. And so that's why we have podcasts. And that's why we're all growing together and on this journey together because you know, these tools really make a big difference. They're so simple. They're simple to not use and they're simple to use. We just have to remember to use them. And I love that you practice them over and over and over until it just becomes like, oh, I don't worry as much because now I'm kind of in that flow of everything works out. And what an awesome place to be, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a way that I look at myself now differently because when you do practice these, these little tools, um, and they start to prove itself to you, themselves to you. I feel like I don't view myself as that warrior anymore. And I think that's huge in itself because I think sometimes when you view yourself in a certain way, you almost like unconsciously like live up to that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Not only that you look, you know, the way you look at yourself, but also the world, you know, is that filter that you look through and you can just take that filter off and you're like, that's not who I am anymore. So that's awesome. Thank you, Jen, for sharing those tools with us today. I heard a quote once that says, worrying is like a rocking chair. It keeps you busy, but it doesn't get you anywhere. And I always remember that when I start to worry, I'm like, I don't want to sit in the rocking chair. I want to actually get up and do something about it. So thank you so much for sharing um, your personal story about you and how you broke the cycle, passing things on to the kids. And it's awesome. I think when we can be in that place of feeling like we're living more fully alive in different areas of our life because it bleeds over into our children, our families, our our communities, our workplace. And so hopefully these tools will help you. Jen, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? At the livingyourlifealive.com website. You can jump on there and you can message us and I'd be more than happy to talk to you. Awesome. Well, like I said, if you're not a warrior on this phone call, um, please pass this to a friend that you think would benefit from it. It's um, never nice to tell your friends, hey, you're a warrior, but you know we all have things that we can work on. So I hope that this blesses you guys in many ways. And I hope that you can utilize these tools and live your best life. Thanks, Otto. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. 
Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a moment to review or download this episode. Also, I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. Also, if you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on Let's Connect and let me know three things you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.